Welcome to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. Over the next half hour, Docs in a Pod will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Tamika Perry and award-winning veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. And now, here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Tamika Perry. Well, hello there and welcome to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron. We are delighted to have you with us. We come to you every week with a look at a variety of issues that affect folks of any age, from health and wellness to a topic like today, talking about travel tips you ought to know, especially uh, for seniors. Our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, is with us. Dr. Perry is a physician at Wellmet at Redbird Square in Dallas. She completed her master's degree at the University of North Texas Health Science Center in Fort Worth, earned her medical degree at Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine in Philadelphia, earned her master's in public health from the University of North Texas, and Dr. Perry's undergraduate degree, as she proudly will tell you, is Prairie View A&M University. Dr. Dr. Perry is board certified in family medicine by the American Osteopathic Board of Family Medicine. And if you ask her, what does she like doing most in the world? She loves to travel. The goal was to visit all seven continents. And Dr. Perry, you are almost there. I am almost there. I have Antarctica and Australia left. And I did want to be the first woman of color in Antarctica. Antarctica. But when I looked it up in the Guinness Book of World Records, there were a few ladies who beat me, actually the first one in the 70s. So I was happy for her, but upset with her because she beat me to the punch. Well, you could be the second or third. I could be like the third. Yes. That doesn't get a lot of recognition. But speaking speaking of our topic for today, you are sure experienced in traveling. And our special guest that we've had on uh, several times before is Dr. Brooke Mobley, Dr. Mobley is the Associate Medical Director for Skilled Nursing Care for Florida and Associate Medical Director for North Pinellas County Hospitals. She earned her Doctor of Osteopathy degree from Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine in Philadelphia, where she and Dr. Perry both attended. She uh, uh, did her residency in, in, in uh, internal medicine and nephrology fellowship at Christiana Care Health System in Newark, Delaware. Actually, that's Newark, Delaware. Dr. Mobley is board certified in internal medicine. And when I asked her, what would folks be surprised to learn about you? One of the answers is she's got a daughter who's going to be in the nutcracker down there in Florida coming up in just a couple of weeks. And that is very exciting. One of the mice, right? Yep. Well, it's really great to have you on. She's the mice that fights the nutcracker. Oh, oh, that's a featured mouse. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty exciting. And is she excited about it? She is when she actually got the um, notification that she made the cast, she cried and could not understand why she was crying. She's eight. So she's like, Mom, I'm not sad or mad, but I can't stop crying. So I had to explain to her tears of joy because she didn't understand that crying could be for happy things as well. So it was it was funny for me um, in an irony sort of way to see her so excited that she had no control over her emotions. But then at the same time, didn't understand why she had those emotions. So it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it's been very fun and exhausting. I'm sure. A lot of rehearsals. Oh, yes. On weekdays where we still have to do homework and dinner. So it's been, I've been an Uber driver and um, a chef (laughs) and a math tutor. I've been everything. 
That's cool. And you also are an author. Uh, Dr. Mobley has written a very powerful book uh, dealing with the issue of domestic violence. And uh, we talked about that the last time you were on. Uh, and and uh, that book is now out there, been published, and I hope it's doing well. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. It's an That's excellent cool. read. I too cry purple tears. So it's on Amazon. I encourage everyone to get it and read it. Purple tears. So, Dr. Mobley, traveling and uh, traveling, especially as we come through the holidays where airports are jammed with folks, is that a special challenge for older people? Yes, it is. But I'd like to start by saying that it is encouraged. The one thing we want to do with the elderly population is we want them to try to hold on to as much autonomy as long as possible. We want them to do the things that make them happy for as long as possible. But it will take proper preparation. It will take thought. Um, and you have to do a few extra steps that people who are not elderly or who do not have chronic medical conditions would think about. But if you prepare for those things in advance and you try to as much as possible to travel on the off days rather than the busiest days, like instead of traveling the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, try to leave that Sunday, Monday or Tuesday before Thanksgiving so you're not traveling on um, the most most populated days. But as you think about some of the tips we're going to discuss ahead of time, it is something that we strongly encourage and that is very possible and will be such a re rewarding treat for our elderly patients to be able to see their friends and families in other areas. And we know that for a lot of seniors, they're often on a number of medications. Uh, is that a problem bringing prescription drugs through the airport? And uh, if they're lost, uh, what do you do? Because some of those drugs are literally life-saving. So I think that's one of the most important um, things in preparation. So when I break down my travel tips, I break down in preparation, then day of. And so in preparation, you want to make sure that you schedule any traveling for early day. You want the sun to be up when you are leaving and when you are making it to your destination. Just because a lot of people um, of that age range have sundowning or have issues with um, memory or confusion at night. And so we want to decrease the risk of them having any of those episodes. You want to ensure you have travel insurance, whether you are going by train, boat, or plane, because unfortunately, when you have numerous medical conditions, there is a possibility that something may happen and cause for you not to be able to travel. And you want to make sure that that money that you have spent is going to be reimbursed. Um, so travel insurance, I think, is a much needed um, addition to your traveling. You want to make sure that you have all your prepared medical documents. You want to have all of your chronic, chronic conditions written down or typed out, not written down, typed out so that it's easily um, for people to read. Any allergies you have, all of your medications, the exact times you are supposed to take them and the correct spelling. You want to have all your major medical providers information also on that medical document. You want three copies one to pack in your luggage, one to fold up and put into your travel belt with your credit cards and your money, and one for you to be able to give to the family member who is going to be meeting you at your destination. Now, you mentioned you also, travel belt. What, what is, what's a travel belt? So a travel belt is like a very 
thin uh, plastic fanny pack. And the plastic is so that if something spills on it, that the documents inside are secure. Um, you can get them off of Amazon and Amazon is not paying me for this um, <laughs> recommendation. Even though they probably should, but yeah, you get them from Amazon. You can get them from the Triple A brick and mortars, even though there are not many of them left. Um, and it's going to be a way for your documents and your money to be secure, not only from spillage but also from theft. Well, in that uh, list of documents, uh, should you also bring, if you've got a DNR, an advanced directive, and a power of attorney, should you bring those with you? Yeah. You should make copies of all of those as well as your insurance um, cards or copies of your insurance cards. And all of that should be on your persons. But again, I always suggest three copies. You pack a copy in a laminated folder or a plastic folder, again, to protect from spillage. You fold one up and put it in your travel belt. And then you have one on hand to give to whoever the family or friend um, is meeting you once you get to your destination or traveling with you. You may be traveling with your family and it's gonna be important that they have a copy. The night before or two days before, you should have a travel medication dispenser. And in that you are putting all of your medication for the amount of days that you're going to be there in the way that you take them. So um, the travel ones have morning and night, Monday um, through Sunday. And if you're going to be there for more than a week, I strongly suggest buying two rather than having one. Some people think, oh, I'll redo it when I get to my destination. No, prepare in advance. So if you have to buy two, buy two of them or buy one of the ones that can give you numerous weeks at a time. And you prepare these medications in these things so that Monday morning you wake up, you know, you take all the pills in the morning one. Um, and it decreases on error. It decreases on um, losing your medications. And you also want to bring extra pills in the event you lose a day or you lose what you have um, put in your dispenser. Um, you want to be sure that you have those medications on hand in case there are any situations or obstacles um, in getting your medication. I love to yep. use the example of how stupid I can be. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Tamika. I, That's a quick okay. example. Uh, my wife and I and family were going to New Orleans a few years ago driving. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, I take some medication. I'm 81. God knows I take some medication. Uh, but I figure I know what all these pills are. So I put them all in the same Ziploc bag. I had uh, all and I figured I know what they look like. Well, guess what? You did it. I didn't. And when they when we got there, they all look the same. Colors may be different, but not that different. Probably the dumbest thing I've done pill-wise, and I appreciate your suggestion on having that travel dispenser. I so, mean, I'm not elderly yet, but I have a travel dispenser that I take with my vitamins and gummies. Yes, I have, I have one too, oh. absolutely. Let, let me just add to what Dr. Mobley said. If you have to take a liquid medication, you know, liquids can be problematic in going through the airport, ensure that you have documentation from your physician stating this is necessary for you to take so you can get through TSA. That's number one. Number two, if you do run over, like for example, I had a senior patient who anticipated being in Florida, this was a year or so ago, 
ago, about a week, but there was a hurricane warning. They had shut everything down, right? She was like, the pharmacies are still open. I'm panicking. Don't worry. Your physician can call in medicines in all 50 states and the U.S. territories. So we can get something to you if, you know, at the last minute. Do not forget your vaccination cards either. And the last thing, if you do like Ron, please do not do like Ron and put all your medicines in a baggie. But if you do, you can go to drugs.com. On that website, there's a pill identifier button. You can push that, put in the the imprint of the pill, the description of the pill, and it'll give you a a whole list of what this pill could possibly be. Wow. I wish I'd known about that. Let me tell you, the sweat that popped off on my forehead as I'm looking at this bag. I'll never forget it. it, it it's one you, of those horror stories. You were playing stories. Russian roulette with your pills, like, yeah, yeah. let me take the Thank yellow you very one today. Much. I'll try the blue one tomorrow, and let's just see what happens. All right, now stay with us. We're going to uh, come right back to you. This is a fabulous checklist from Dr. Mobley on what to know about traveling and travel tips. I'm Ron Aaron. This is Docs in a Pod, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, the award-winning Docs in a Pod. We're so pleased you were with us. I'm Drew Pearson from our friends at WellMed. The right Medicare coverage is important, so is selecting the right doctor. Choosing a WellMed doctor in a Medicare Advantage plan is a great choice. With over 30 years' experience caring for older adults on Medicare, WellMed doctors practice coordinated, compassionate primary care. It's prevention with a personal touch. A WellMed doctor in Medicare Advantage coverage. Why? Because your health matters. Drew Pearson is a paid spokesman. Learn more today, 855-575-2188. I don't know about you, but I am learning a lot as we talk with Dr. Brooke Mobley. I'm Ron Aaron. You're listening to Docs in a Pod with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, and we're talking about travel tips you need to know. And another example of stupid Ron, uh, Dr. Perry and Dr. Mobley, uh, <laughs> recently going down to Port Aransas, a, a nice beach area near Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, I used a CPAP machine at night to sleep with, and we take it with us in the car along with an oxygen generator, and we load it all up, and we get down there. Guess what I forgot to pack? The charger. The power, the cord. Thing that- the, the power cord. Yeah. So I was, as they say, S-O-L. And so on the checklist, you got to yes. put power cord. Yes. So pick up where you were, Dr. Mobley. You were talking about things we need to know as we do the, the day before the trip. Absolutely. So I think also discuss the travel plans numerous times with um, a trusted friend or family member so that it is clear in your head exactly what you're doing, how you're doing it. For people specifically on airplanes, do not be humble. When they ask if you have any special services, if you use a cane, a rolling walker, if you know you go up a flight of steps and your knees hurt, then you need to absolutely get special services. You want the wheelchair access. You want the assistance if necessary. um, And that one gets you through a lot of the lines faster. It also allows for you not to have to stand on your feet in the case of delays, because we know planes are delayed a lot, or in the uh, possibility of a gate change and the gate is now a longer distance than you had planned for, having that special assistance already set up on your plane ticket is going to assist a lot. 
Also make sure you get an aisle seat, especially if you are someone who knows that you have to frequently go to the restroom or if you're on a diuretic pill that you cannot delay taking and you know that you're going to need to go to the bathroom. An aisle seat is going to make that much easier for you to get up and to handle your business figuratively and literally. Now, do you know if the airlines are charging more for that special service, wheelchair assistance and what have you? I are have they charging ever, for that? Yeah, they no, do not charge I, for special assistance. They may I, charge yeah. for an aisle seat, but not for special assistance. No, and I, even for the aisle seat, and I travel a lot and I will bring my mother, I will bring my, my mother's group of friends. My, my family members say I sponsor these senior field trips, but we have so much fun when we go. And so I travel with the senior population a lot. And I encourage, like Dr. Uh, Mobley says, ask for the assistance because you actually get the VIP treatment in the airport for free. So even a lot of times we'll travel with my mother, I'll ask for the assistance. She's like, Tamika, I don't need, be quiet, mother. And I'll tell them, <laughs> you do need this. <laughs> and I'll tell them she doesn't know what she's talking about. We need this assistance. And so, you know, we and my mom's probably going to kill me when she listens to the show. But we get like Brooke says to the front. We get to get on the plane first. Everything is seamless. They do an excellent job. Please utilize these services. And speaking of being on the plane, when you're taking any prolonged trip, keep tapping your feet. You want to keep that blood flow moving to prevent what blood clots and swelling. So it's very, very important. People probably think that I'm nervous on long flights. I am not. I need that circulation to keep going in my extremities. What about compression, and compression hose? Stockings. And yes. com- yeah, thank you. There you go. There you go. Next yep. word, Dr. And that's just not for elderly population. If you are a young woman and you are on birth control, if you have any particular family history of blood clotting or coagulopathies, it is important to have those compression stockings for any flight that is over two hours long. And that's something that I do for sure is I have my compression stockings in place for any flight that is over two hours for myself. Let's deal with with the uh, uh, issue that you touched on. Uh, Dr. Perry, which is uh, your mother maybe is a little embarrassed to be seen in a wheelchair pushed through an airport. Uh, you need to get over that. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very it's much VIP. so. That's what it's I tell VIP. my mom. It's so, VIP. Yep. And they ask. Um, my mom, unfortunately, has severe grief from the passing of my sister a year and a half ago, and it is uh, mimicking dementia. And so she has cognitive issues, not functional issues. And so we used to send her on planes by herself with the wheelchair access. And in her mind, she thought I had paid for her to be VIP. They would literally take her from where I dropped her off at the um, ticket check-in. And they would wait with her until she got seated on the plane when it was time to get off. They come and get her off in the wheelchair. They bring her out to my dad or myself, depending on which destination she's going to. And in her mind, I paid for an extra service. I let her keep thinking that. Yes. Nothing but the best for you. It's like being an unaccompanied minor. I love it. Yes, yes. Well, unfortunately, the elderly population, I call it the circle of life. We start off crawling, using walking devices, wearing pampers, and having to be fed. And unfortunately, if we are blessed to live long enough, we end our life 
using walking assistance and pampers and needing to help to be fed. And so it's like going back to that aspect of life, um, unfortunately or fortunately, um, to need that assistance and, and to be able to get it as humbly as possible. And the resources are out there. I also strongly encourage to look for the senior discounts. If you are going on a train or a bus, there may be a senior discount. If you're going out to eat with your family members or to movie theaters or wanting to do some form of entertainment in these new areas for you or in a place that you're not used to visiting, Google or look up what travel discounts you have because there are so many that are out there and it could truly benefit and make your visit that much more fun because you get getting things at a, a cheaper rate. You know, I feel like if you live long enough to get these discounts, then you deserve them. And it is something that you have earned. So utilize them and take advantage of them, especially yeah, my, during the holidays. My dad always used to say free is very good. Yes. Free, free is an excellent number. Excellent. Yes. Now, what should we worry about on the day of travel once we have everything locked up and in order the day before? Okay. So you want to ensure that you have all of your medications and something that you are carrying on with you. You want to have it on your persons at all times. You want to ensure that you stay hydrated and that you pack yourselves some snacks that you are used to eating. If you are a diabetic, make sure you have your low-carb um, snacks. If you are not a diabetic, but somebody who's hypertensive, make sure you have your low-salt snacks. But you want to ensure that you do have snacks in case of delays or reasons for your trip being longer than they're supposed to. Probably Again, one you wanna... the... I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I apologize, Dr. Mobley. One of the, the best tips I think I've, I've had for my seniors that I've traveled with is, or even my patients, is please get there early. Despite what the airport says, I need you to get there early to anticipate any delays, long lines. Um, if you have to get extra help carrying your luggage, get there early. Absolutely. And that is definitely on my list as well. Make sure it's a familiar face who is picking that family member or friend up. During the holidays, people are busy. So they think, oh, my daughter's boyfriend of three months is going to go and pick Aunt Cheryl up. Well, Aunt Cheryl don't know this boyfriend and it can be very overwhelming <laughs> yes, and stressful yes. to her. So make sure that it is a familiar face that is picking um, our patient population up at these destinations. Adult diapers or leakage pads. If you are somebody who knows that you sometimes have a little dribble or you can sometimes have issues with incontinence, just because you can get around your house and can get to the bathroom in your house quickly doesn't mean you'll have that particular time to do so um, when traveling. So as humbly as possible, it is just a protective barrier. You may not need it at all, but in the event, it is always nice to have those in preparation. Especially Again, when they say... Arrival. You know, when they put that seatbelt light on, if you're on an airplane and you can't leave your seat, you're stuck. You're you stuck. are stuck. And I have been on a plane, unfortunately, with a disabled man who I don't think properly prepared and unfortunately had to um, soil himself. And on a plane with all these people and people aren't always as gracious for people's situations and odors right. and things of that nature. And so we want to just properly prepare for that. One, it's a health thing, and two, no one wants to be embarrassed when they're being tra when they're traveling. 
Um, nowadays, we have to follow all public health guidelines. You may be going to a, a city or a state that has different public guidelines than you do. You want to ensure that you are following all of those, especially for our vulnerable population, our patients with um, numerous chronic conditions. We want to make sure that we minimize our flashy items. We don't want to wear all of our best jewelry. We don't want to wear our name brands. We want to be as low-key and discreet as possible for that vulnerable population. We also do not, because now this population is very social media friendly, my grandmother, who just passed um, a, a month ago, was 90, and she was the biggest Facebook friend ever, okay? She was all over Facebook, answering all kind of messages and talking to people. You do not want to publicize on social media that you are leaving your house and going somewhere else. Why? That puts your house at risk for at risk, theft yeah. and robbery. Yeah. I tell all of my travelers, I said, you don't want to look like a, a you don't want to look and act like a walking victim. You don't because you're, you're a victim waiting to happen with your flashy stuff on and you're posting that you just landed in Cabo. Everybody knows you're not at home now. Whenever I post that, I always say, but remember, we have a huge guard dog that lives there 24 <laughs> seven. Remember the Doberman who's at the yeah, house. Exactly. <laughs> I but said that's you a want really to good tip. Trip, you posted when you get back. When you get back, yep. Good tip. And now we got about. Think, we we got to stop you right here. We are flat out of time. And it was all of them. You covered it off. Fabulous. <laughs> Those are absolutely wonderful tips yeah. for traveling. And uh, Dr. Brooke Mobley, we really, really appreciate it. And thank you to our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry. I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us on the award-winning Docs in a Pod. Executive producers for Docs in a Pod are Dan Calderon and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Natalie Ibarra. And associate producer is Isaac Wilker. Thank you for listening to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Docs in a Pod with Dr. Tamika Perry and Ron Aaron.